0: Welcome to an episode of Social PR Secrets, the podcast. My name is Lisa Beyer, and I will be your host. Today's guest is Jen Lopez. When I first got into the industry of internet marketing, Jen was one of the first people that I met, and I was so impressed. She is very smart when it comes to Okay, so welcome, we're here in week 11 and we're covering the topic is community management um, as it relates to social media management. And I'm happy to introduce our guest interview is with Jen Lopez and she is with the brand at Moz. Hi Jen. Hi, how's it going? Good. So, um, I invited Jen because we um, have gotten to know each other over the years in different um, conferences and I admire her so much on what a great job she does with Moz as their Director of Community. And um, Jen also was a major in um, journalism in Colorado, and um, she is going to be talking to us today about social media management etiquette and some of the ins and outs that she's experienced in managing the Moz brand. So I just wanna read one review that I noticed that she had on her LinkedIn um, profile. So it said, Jen is one of the best community managers and social SEO marketers I know. Not just is she technical, but she can also understand all sides of the equation but she is also very positive and moreover she knows how to make other people happy so Jen I think besides talking about the possible pitfalls and how to handle social media you're really good at making people happy so with that I'm I'm just gonna go into the first question is can you walk us through a typical day
1: in the life of a community manager at Moz sure well thank you also for that very nice intro and that that review people sometimes are very kind and Um, also if you want to tell us a little bit about Moz yeah. So, uh, Moz. Um, so, there's uh, there's often two sides of Moz. So, there's the, the side of Moz we have. We're a software as a service company. We have um, software for marketers, and it's uh, right now um, much very SEO focused. But it's it can help you, you know, understand how your website is doing, how your competitors' websites are doing, you know, and how you can improve that. Um, we also have this very large, robust community and we focus a lot on uh, we have um, a blog we have um, webinars we have you know all these all these all this content that is constantly going out we have um, guides and uh, you know various things that we're constantly putting out there we have a forum and so we're trying to get the community involved all the time and while our um, our membership level is at, uh, I think, 25,000 or something like that. Our community is, uh, you know, 3 to 350,000 people. And so the community is quite large, and the community we think of as a way to, we can take someone who may be a beginner in SEO, we can train them, help them level up, so they get to a point where they can use our software because our software is not for, for beginners. And so that's... That's kind of what we do and uh, where we're coming from on the community side of things. The community team at Moz manages all of our social accounts. Uh, we're, our, our, our community is very active on Twitter, Facebook, and yes, even Google+. Plus. <laughs> and um, we also have a daily blog and a, a user-generated blog that anybody can contribute to, and we have a process behind that. We also have a Q&A forum, uh, and then all of our events. So all of those things represent, to us, the Moz community, and we have people that manage those different things. So, uh, for example, we have someone on the East Coast who helps us from Florida. Uh, every morning, she manages social from... Um, uh, like, 7.30 her time until about noon when somebody, 7.30 to 12.30 East Coast time, which is then 9.30 somebody from the West Coast in here in Seattle jumps in. So we have social coverage throughout the day. That means we're watching all of the channels. Uh, we The things we focus on are Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. However, uh, we also have a very active group on LinkedIn. Um, YouTube is, uh, we've been slow to use YouTube just because we have lots of other things, but uh, so from the social side we're monitoring and watching a number of things. Uh, and then we're also making sure we're checking for comments on the site, we're managing um, blog posts that are going out uh, as in editing and such for UMaz, and um, we have a set of guidelines and rules that we follow not only uh, on our website but even in social. Now obviously we can't you know on Twitter, You what? what we do is we don't respond to people sometimes if they're uh, mad and cussing at us. If they're upset about something, we will audit. We will respond and ask how we can help. Um, but we have a set of of rules of how, you know, who and how we'll respond to people, and we stick to that. Uh, we will ban people from the site if needed if they're, you know, continually doing things that we've asked them not to do. Um, and so that strict, those strict guidelines have, have really helped us. Uh, and on on Facebook, I'll remove a comment if somebody, you know. Says some nasty thing. I don't know. Uh, for the most part, we don't remove things, but if it's uh, you know, telling someone they look funny or uh, I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, we stick to those rules and guidelines across the board. And who's that friend behind you? Oh, this is Roger. Uh, I wish I had the the real Roger running around. But the other fun part of how we manage social specifically is that we tweet and post on Facebook and such as Roger. So sometimes people will tweet at us and say, Hey, Roger, uh, where's the link to the new blog post today? Or something like that. And we respond like, Oh, here it is. Or Or people will say, you know, what I don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But we we respond as if we are Roger, uh, and there are um, let's see at any time during the day there are six different women who uh, manage social, and uh, we are always we are always Roger. <laughs> uh, Roger, if you notice, uh, uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a screen share of um, okay. Let me get that yeah, if you take a peek at the tweets and replies, uh, you'll probably see more of that um, that fun. And you'll also notice like in our backgrounds, um, if you look on Twitter and Facebook and Google+, they all match. But yeah, I'd click into the tweets and replies so you can see some of the re- fun replies to people. Okay. Um, no, sorry. Um. Oh, I'm not logged in. Whoops. (laughs) Oh, you're not logged in. So yeah. Yeah. So if you scroll up, can you click on that link right there, Tweets and Replies? Oh,
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, there we go. Yeah, so some of that, you know, it's like, thanks, friend, and thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, You know, so it's it's that we just had a webinar earlier, so that's what a lot of those are about. Uh, We've had times where we've had DDoS attacks, and the site is down, and... Uh, you know, we'll we end up sitting there having conversations with people and you know people are really um, as long as we're uh, open and really transparent about what's happening, um, people are usually like really great. One thing that we have is that our driving force and uh, it perhaps has been it may be mentioned elsewhere, but we um, use tag fee as our driving force and tag fee is transparent Authentic, generous, fun, exceptional, and empathetic. And, uh, you know, I've worked at places before where they've had this, like, oh, these, you know, this is how we are, and it never really is. But for us, and especially on the community team, those factors drive everything that we do. Because if someone uh, complains, my initial thought uh, isn't like, oh, what a jerk. It's um, like, oh, man. This person is probably having a really rough day today, and I try to be empathetic to the fact that I don't know what's going on in this person's life, uh, and that it's a real person. That can sometimes um, you sometimes forget that 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 you know that you're dealing with other real people because sometimes people can be really mean and nasty. Um, but if you come to it with the the idea that you know what they probably have something going on today, you know, um, you know my dad recently had surgery, Uh, you know, that may put me in a pretty bad mood and make me nastier than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's something that we think about and thinking of that, making sure that we're transparent and and authentic. You know, you can be fun and you can have a great time um, and still be empathetic to somebody, Uh, but also empathetic to ourselves that if someone is, you know, calling us names and being mean, we ignore that. Like, there's no reason that uh, our team has to, you know, put up with... um, that sort of thing. So we try to, you know, even those things out. And it really helps us every day uh, manage our jobs.
0: About how many messages, social media messages a day do you
1: respond to, do you feel like, Yeah, so I I jumped in to Sprout Social because I wanted to sort of see, you know, what we were getting. Um, And it's anywhere between 150 and 200 messages a day is what we send. Um, However, I looked in the last 90 days, we had um, over 27,000 mentions. We sent 3,000 tweets uh, and... Yeah, those were our, those are the the two big ones. So, and and that's a, you know, again 90 days. Um so we're we're tweeting a lot. Uh again, our our following our community on Twitter specifically is super active. Facebook and Google Plus are somewhat active, but Twitter is by far our most active place. We, uh, There used to be a time when I was the only person who managed all of these things, um, and, and the community was much smaller then, and I could spend 20 minutes on Twitter and then do two hours doing something else then come back to Twitter. We now have somebody, uh, we're essentially covered on Twitter all day long, m- not quite 24-7, more like uh, 18 <laughs> Seven, um, so we're so we're mostly covered throughout the day, and it's simply, you know, we're we're just responding to things all day long because we've we've trained people over time to know that if you tweet at Moz, you're going to get a response.
0: Okay. Oh. Um, so we've um, had a couple other guest speakers talking about blogs and content. So how
1: important is the Moz blog to the social media success? Yeah, it's really huge for us. I mean, we started, the community started as the blog. So we didn't set out saying, we're going to build this great big community of marketers. Uh, Rand Fishin, who uh, formerly was the CEO, he started out by wanting to create a blog to help others learn about SEO and online marketing. And it started very simple. And uh, he was consistent. He consistently wrote a post every day, sometimes twice a day. people got used to, you know, f- found that uh, they could comment easily and it was a place where they wouldn't get attacked. You know, sometimes you go to a blog and you get, you write a comment and the next response is like, well, you're stupid and things like that. And we work very hard to make it a, a place where um, people feel comfortable leaving comments and, you know, putting their thoughts down. Uh, sometimes the comments on the blog are uh, longer and you know better than some of the blog posts it's really amazing and so for us our community started as the blog and it has grown around it and so the blog for us is crucial um we get uh 10 to 20% of our bl- just the blog specific traffic is from social the tough thing is is that some of the things that uh google says is direct is actually coming from various social places, and so it's hard to specifically say. Um, for us, a lot of our traffic comes from search. Uh, that's also because uh, we, you know, we have a lot of long tail yeah. mm-hmm. searches, and yeah, <laughs> we've kind of been doing that for a long time. Um, but yeah, so social for us, uh, or the blog for us is key for social. Uh, on on Twitter specifically, that is, we have found uh, we used to try to tweet articles from lots of different places Um, and people, we found people would get upset like, well you tweeted that article from search engine land, why wouldn't you tweet our article? And so what we found is for us, which is totally different from what most people tell you, we talk about ourselves. Um, You know, most places will say, no, you know, you do the 80-20, you only talk about yourself 20% of the time, 80% of the time you talk about your community, Uh, for us, we find that we, if you look at just our regular feed without the replies and stuff, we post our blog posts. Often we'll go back and repost certain things. We post our guides. Uh, we post webinars. We post speaking things that we're doing. And um, it our feed is about us. Uh, but if you look at Google+, it's different. We will share things all across the board because it's a different type of of uh, group of people there and it's a different way of sharing. And so we find that that's much easier for us to share lots of things there. Um, so yeah, so the blog for us again, is like that's the main the main source for Twitter. Uh, and then we also do all of our customer service, obviously.
0: Okay, awesome. So, um, we're gonna get into some more um talking about I'm gonna ask you some questions about social media management and etiquette, okay. but before we yeah. get into that, I just wanted to um get your take on. um we're going to talk about measurement and in our last week of this class and how yeah. important it is for the community manager to be part of that measurement and really understand
1: why you know what's going on. So what's your take on that? I think so measurement is is key, and it's it's difficult to wrap your head around. It took me several years to really feel comfortable with uh, what we were measuring and, and how I can make an impact on the company and that sort of thing. One of the key things that we really focus on is engagement and I really 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 hate that word because it means so many different things. Um, but we use a tool called True Social Metrics that we use to gather uh, our engagement metrics. And what we're looking at is, um, it was originally a blog post from Avinash uh, three, maybe four years ago, right? Where he talks about um, not just looking at, where, where if you, you try to take all the social networks and they have three things that are similar, right? You can respond, you, can, you write a post, you write a tweet, you write a Facebook post. You can respond to it, in comments or replies, you can reshare it, um, and you can um, like it or favorite it or plus it, right? Depending on those three things, and so in true social metrics, um, they have specific metrics that we use from there that we gather, and then we also gather metrics uh, around like um, our Q and A forum. So we we want we. We also care about how many people are asking questions and answering questions and how those are being shared, and we also look at our blog in the same way as those um, uh, as social because on the blog you can we have thumbs thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, which causes controversy with the whole thumbs down thing, but anyway, mm-hmm. so we have thumbs you can you can like a post, you know you can. Uh, comment on the post and you can share the post. So we use that same um, idea with our blog as we do on social so that we can look at them and although they're not apples to apples, they're like green apples to red apples. So, so you can kind of look at them in an, in an even way uh, and you can start to see you know, trends in uh, one when engagement in one place goes up. Then we look at traffic so we also look at traffic uh, as uh, right alongside of that engagement, and you can usually see that, like, if we get that engagement much higher in a certain area, our traffic for that go- gets much higher as well. Um, so those are some of the things that we that we really focus on. Um, I think you could do, you know, a whole four-hour, like, session specifically on metrics, so I probably won't dive much deeper <laughs> right now, but uh, I do have a post on the blog also that specifically talks about the things that we... Um, the the things that we uh, manage for metrics and the way we look at things that uh, I can send you that link as well.
0: Trying. Okay, great. And then, um, so just getting into, I love the presentation that you did at SMX that um, if you can just kind of share with us some of the highlights on social media etiquette and from a community management standpoint, you know, there's a lot of don'ts, um, but yeah. there are some do's. So pick out your favorites and then I'm going to share with the class
1: the full presentation that um can okay. share. Great. So the thing with with social media etiquette is everybody seems to know exactly what to do when other people screw up, right? So somebody screws up and everybody jumps on that bandwagon. Everyone's like, why would you do that? Um, But it's really easy to mess up sometimes because, you know, and your stuff goes out there quickly. There's there's a delete button, um, but most people have already screenshotted. You know whatever you've put out there. Uh, I I will never forget. There was one thing. Uh, it's not in this presentation, but uh, we had a, pl- a blog post. It went up at Sunday night, or Saturday night. Uh, it was really late. I just posted it on Facebook. I said it's you know a Sunday treat. Posted it. Went to bed. And the next morning, I get an email from a coworker saying I just got got it just got kicked out of a coffee shop because of your. Facebook post. And I'm like, what? What I didn't realize was that the last word in this really long titled post was analytics. Well, if you cut off analytics at just the wrong word, you get A-N-A-L. And so I had said uh, a Sunday treat. And the post was how to dig into your uh, something, something efforts and I don't know, dig into your anal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there are things like this that happen, right? That if you're not paying attention uh, and the president of your company publishes a post and then you post it on Facebook and you look crazy. Um, so some of the ways that, like, in in the presentation that I really wanted to go through was um, one thing that I find is really, really, really easy to make sure that you don't do is uh, make sure that when you're managing social, that you're managing uh, the company account or or you know whatever it is that you're doing that's not personal in one app and your personal account in a different app. It is so easy. Um, the example that I use uh, was specifically Red Cross, where Red Cross had tweeted, um, Ryan found two more four-bottle packs of dogfish heads Midas touch beer. Uh, when we drink it, when we drink, we do it right, getting slizzard. Uh, and that came from the Red Cross, like, at Red Cross, the real Red Cross. And the problem was, is that particular person who had tweeted it was using the same, you know, was using, oh, it looks like Hootsuite for both their personal and the Red Cross. I mean, if you work for the Red Cross, you use something different. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it it seems so, duh, right? Like, we should know this. But it, they make it really easy. Hootsuite's so easy to hook everything up. Sprout Social's easy to hook everything up. Um, you know, there's lots of tools out there that are just make it easy. So if you keep those separate, you can, you know, you can really avoid one of those things. Um, one thing that, and this happened yesterday as well, right? Uh, or you know, when there's a, that when there's a death that somebody that, that lots of people know about, or there's some sort of tragedy. Um, the the key is. Uh, it may not be that big, big of a deal to you personally, but if you see that your community and stuff are really talking about it, and you're seeing a lot of activity, that it is time for you to go look at your scheduled posts. And even if you just move everything out four hours, or you just wait to tweet those things until tomorrow or something, what you don't want to be is you don't want to be that jerk that uh, you know everybody is talking about. Um, the, the the death of Robin Williams, and you're like, hey, come to our webinar, it's going to be great, you know, I don't know, you, yeah. just, you stand out like a sore thumb. And so it's it's a really easy, you see those things happening, if you're constantly monitoring and know what's going on, you can go back and say, okay, we're going to push these back a bit. Um, we do that often, even if something, uh, if, if there's a big... Thing in the industry that people are really excited about, and everybody's talking about one thing, and we have, you know, some like, "Hey, look at our post from last week," that has nothing to do with it. We'll move it and change it so that it comes at a better time when we don't look out of place and it doesn't look like, you know, it's been scheduled. Even though it, you know, it makes your life easier to actually schedule things. Oops, I see her. Um, and. The other thing is especially knowing um let's see so so this is this was a tough one for me um you know the the uh, tragedy in Colorado is what i'm the slide I'm looking at where there was a in, in the movie theater right there was a shooting in the movie theater, and the very next day um uh the n r a tweeted good morning shooter, shooters happy Friday weekend plans and it was like oh. Okay, I I get it. You probably either didn't pay attention that there was, like, uh, shooting the night before because it was at 10 o'clock at night. Um, So you really need to be kind of aware, especially if you're a big brand, aware of what's happening and what's going on. And with that same thing, it happened in Aurora, Colorado. Well, they, people were using the hashtag #Aurora, and this company, Celeb Boutique, uh, tweeted, "Aurora is trending. Clearly, our Kim K-inspired Aurora dress. Shop here," and with a link. And it's like, oh, you're <laughs> killing me, right? Yeah. Like, people call them out? And and you don't want to be that person. And you don't you don't number one want to get fired for. Simply not clicking on the hashtag to see what people are talking about, right? Exactly. You, you know, I mean, those are things that, depending on where you work, are you you could get fired for for doing something like that for not paying attention. So a lot of it is just paying attention and looking up things, you know. And if I, I always have this thing that um, if you wouldn't say it or show that thing to your grandmother, you know, like she might think it's distasteful in some way then perhaps you might not want to share that on social. Because people people think things are funny um, when they're not. Uh, you know, there are lots of things that you see that someone thinks, wow, this is hilarious, and they post it, and you're like, wow, that is the most racist thing I've ever seen. Uh, so I often think, like, how my grandmother would react to something before <laughs> we post it. I love your list also of the... Um the list, that you called
0: it. Yeah. Um, so, one of them is don't auto-follow, don't auto-DM, don't buy followers. Like, it seems obvious right. to, to they, us, because we've been doing it now for a while, and kind of like yeah. through the evolution of when some of the stuff was normal, and now it's turned into the big don't.
1: Right. Yeah, It's uh, it's it does all seem like really easy things to like not, you know, don't buy followers. and and the problem is, then you get to the bottom and it's like, just don't screw up. Mm-hmm. Well, what the heck does that mean? You know, um mm-hmm. a lot of it comes from uh, oftentimes you you have people who um, you know you're you're right out of college and and you get this great job, and uh, maybe you don't fully know quite yet what your company, you know um, is okay with and isn't okay with. And so that's one thing to really know is to sit down with. Uh, whether it's the, the corporate marketing person, the customer service person, how do we respond to these things and, and know the voice and get a feel um, so, that, so that you know how far you can push things. Uh, I've I, One time after I first started managing social, very first one and only time, uh, tweeted something that Rand asked me to remove. And at that point I said, okay, I need to know the boundaries because if I'm going to do this, I need to do this and, and, you know, be able to jump in and make decisions because you have to have that, you have to have a knowledge or an understanding of like, okay, I'm going to just jump into this and we're going to hope for the best and I'll try not to screw everyone up. I think
0: that's Um, an important point because a lot of times as a community manager, um, you have to really, you're, be trusted to, like you said, just do it and go with it, and to have every single tweet be pre-approved, oh, yeah. even though that, that does happen, as we know in certain industries, you can't get around it, but it's almost like that's really not doing social, Is so you have to have somebody in the position that you can really just trust, and if they make a mistake, then
1: yeah, and there have been times, I mean, heck, my team, I, I you know, make mistakes all the time. And, uh, but luckily we've never, you know, done anything. We There are times when we will we will ask each other, like, is this too much? And sometimes, you know, we'll laugh and say, no, no, that that's perfect for that. Or sometimes we'll say, you know what, if you're asking the question, let's just not send that. Let's find something else. But we will send, you know, uh, goofy um uh, animated gifts to people. We will send, you know, songs like someone the other day said, uh, Where have you been on my life? or something, and we sent, you know, some like love ballad to them. Like, Where have you been? To, you know, we've been looking for you our entire life, and sent them some love ballad on YouTube. And um, it's okay to have. Uh, it's okay to, to have a voice and, and have a personality and be funny. Uh, but it's not okay to be crude or to make fun of people or, you know, I, unless, you know, your community, you're, you may be, you know, dumb things, people do.com or something in which perhaps that's, that's part, part of who you okay, are. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but, but when I, I love using, um, uh, geek, um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of what it's called. The Geek Store or Geek? Geek, What the heck's it called? Oh my gosh. Um. Geek Wire? I don't know. No, it's the store. Geek Squad. Geek Squad. No, Think Geek. Oh goodness. Okay. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. I love what they do. If you check them out on social at think geek on twitter um they are brilliant because they know their community their community is fairly easy to know also right it's think geek everything is like all kinds of geeky stuff but they don't just post their stuff they post like silly pictures and things of people um you know i don't know wearing like their t-shirts and uh, anyway they just they can they really get into that like the geek theme um And it's great, and they can have a really fun personality because that's who they are, and that's who's following them, uh, without getting, you know, going so far that they're, you know, not paying attention to what's going on in the world around them and and stuff like that, which I think is really key. It's really key to just be on top of things. And if you if you have a question in your mind as to whether you should do something, um, perhaps you should not do that because if it's if you have a question, someone else might. Might call you out. Um, we've been called out on things before, um, you know, for various reasons. And what we do is we've always just owned up to something and said, "Whoa, we totally didn't realize that that you know that that would cause that reaction." Um, like that that not our intent, totally our fault, and and take ownership of it has always been. Um, and and companies, when they screw up, if they take ownership of it rather than deleting it and then never saying anything, or um, sometimes it's the like, oh, we've been hacked. It's like, "Eh." okay, well, maybe you have been hacked, but you still need to own up to the fact that it happened, right? Exactly. So, um, and that's, again, for us having that tag fee, um, always coming back to that of being like, okay, we're going to be open and honest uh, and you know empathetic that um, that really helps us and and so far we haven't done anything too too bad <laughs> I, I do love the fact there was one time that I uh, I had just gotten my Mac and I had um, was just learning like copy paste functions and stuff everything was slightly different than my PC and I tweeted you know uh, today's webinar is now available for download with the link well the last thing I had actually copied was the, um, the double rainbow video <laughs> yeah. and so I had pasted that unknowingly into the tweet and people thought I was just sort of like rickrolling them and they thought it was hilarious that, uh, that I had said one thing and then they got, when they clicked on it they would get this uh, video and I just kind of went with that one <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's pretty fun. I mean, you screw up all the time. You just kind of, you know, you can you can go with it, and if you're open and and honest about it, and and not uh, act like it never happened, or you know, get yeah. crazy or something. That that's usually
0: that's great easy. advice, Jen. Um, okay. Well, I think that we're pretty much um, to the end of our time, but I just want to really say thank you so much for taking the time and um, also Moz has been, like I said, we've used a lot of the Moz best practices material and everything throughout, so thanks for whoever puts that together. Um, we've used a couple of RAND's videos, so tell them we said hi. Excellent, we will do. And if there, you have any last one or two sentence words of wisdom for the social media managers out there, our future social media managers.
1: Well, I, my biggest thing is I love my job. My team, uh, we really love what we do. We love being able to talk to people all day long. And if you can um, go into it knowing that you're talking to another human being and not uh, you know, let those things really get under your skin and, and feel personal because the other person sometimes doesn't realize that the, that you're a person right and so if you if you go into it thinking with that empathetic view of uh wow this must be really frustrating for this user or for this person uh they can't get on their flight or they can't get this thing purchased or you know whatever maybe issue they might be having if you really think of them as like okay how can i help them from an empathetic view um to me that's been really key it's been really helpful cuz then you have conversations we had someone this morning complaining about something on the webinar and i just replied and said i'm so sorry it's really frustrating but this is the only way we can do it right now and she was like i'm so sorry i didn't you know didn't mean to <laughs> and she felt bad right i'm like why well, didn't you know i i when you reply when you respond with some for, uh, you respond to someone as a human to another human uh, you usually get a much better um, response and conversation going, which is what you really, really want anyway, is to have those conversations.
0: That's great advice. So um, thank you, Jen. And where can um, where can our viewers follow you? And which social media network? Uh,
1: I'm everywhere, <laughs> but Twitter is probably the best place. I'm at Jenita J E N N I T A on Twitter. Uh, I Facebook. I really only like, do close friends and whatnot, so, uh, and Google+. Plus. So, but you have to look for me as Jennifer Sable Lopez because there's this other Jennifer Lopez that likes to take, uh, you know, up my space in all the places. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you
0: so much, and we really appreciate it, and have a great rest of the day. Thanks a lot. You too.